when you are trying so hard to make everyone else happy and you're squashing your own needs and wants at their at that expense, you end up feeling exhausted because your spotlight, right? Like your focus is on everyone else. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Today we are talking about people pleasing and for all intents and purposes, I just want to give like a blanket definition of people pleasing and what that means so that when I talk about how to quit, how to combat approval latest, right? How to combat people pleasing. We, we have a general understanding of what it is that I'm talking about with people pleasing. So people pleasing is when you put what you think other people want ahead of you, of what you actually want with the goal of trying to make or keep them happy. And this has a lot to do with like that sacrifice mentality and always trying to make everyone else happy. I I can think of personally people that I know in my life that are huge people pleasers. And it is very frustrating because we want to know what what people want, right? Like, because it can lead to resentment and anger and all kinds of negative emotions. So people pleasing can result in all kinds of negative emotional reactions, right? Because when we ourselves, when, when, if you're a people pleaser, you've probably have um, noticed that it adds to your overwhelm, right? When you are not able, when you're putting other people's needs in front of your own, when you're constantly doing it and constantly trying to make everyone happy, one, it's not realistic, right? You can never make everybody happy, but I can see, I see so many moms, me too. I do the same. I'm not saying I'm exempt from this because I struggle with people pleasing too, but I'm constantly keeping it in check. There was a long time where I didn't keep it in check. I wasn't even aware that I was doing it. And that was where these negative reactions came from that I'm going to talk about in just a second. But when you are trying so hard to make everyone else happy and you're squashing your own needs and wants at their at that expense, you end up feeling exhausted because your spotlight, right? Like your focus is on everyone else. And I talked before about like filling your cup. We're gonna be doing the self-care challenge again in September. And that's all about refueling and filling your own cup because when your focus is so much on everybody else and making sure that everyone else is okay, 
you end up feeling depleted and you end up feeling exhausted and tired and your energy is zapped. It also lends a huge deal to feeling overwhelmed. And because you're trying to manage your own needs and wants, if you know what they are, some of us don't even know what that what what those needs and wants are. And that's a big point. That's a big piece of like the self-discovery part. But you're trying to manage your own. And then you're also trying to manage everyone else's wants and needs, trying to figure out what they are and making sure that you're meeting them. And, and that can be very overwhelming. And then finally, it leads to resentment because you are ultimately not getting what you need and want. And your ego takes that personally. You're constantly trying to give everybody else what they need and want, but you yourself are not. And that can lead to resentment, some anger. I know back in the day, this used to, <laughs> I used to have this, this thing like, I couldn't relax, right? I had, a, I really struggled with relaxing. I felt like everything needed to get done and I wasn't able to relax until the house was completely clean. The kids were all taken care of. They were all fed, you know, fed and taken care of. And when my husband was able to relax, like making sure like that everything was done so that he could relax. I had so much built up resentment because I, I felt it was my own limiting beliefs. It was my own expectations that needed to change. And when I was making sure that everybody else in my house was comfortable, it was just building more and more resentment within myself until I burst, right? Until that, that burnout and that breakdown happened. And then I was able to reassess and see like, what is going on here? And that was when I really dove into the self-discovery, self-care and self-love. And, and most importantly, learning how to treat myself with self-compassion, which I'll talk about in a couple minutes. But let's talk about five ways that you can combat people-pleasing. Because approval-litis, as I like to call it, that is um, not going to lead you to anywhere. It's, it's standing in your way, trying to get everybody's approval, trying to make everyone happy. It's not realistic and it's leading you to feel burnt out. So here are five ways that you can combat approvalitis and finally take a stand for what you believe, want, and need. Number one, quit over apologizing. I hear this all the time and I used to do the same thing and I catch myself now and I want you to start noticing, becoming aware, because remember, that's the first step of change is becoming aware, but over apologizing, quit over apologizing, right? This is, I'm sorry to bother you. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry. I didn't get a chance to fix dinner last night. I'm sorry. I'm late. And then over explaining why? Like telling your entire life story to whoever it is that you're talking to. So I'm sorry I'm late. You know, the car wouldn't start and my kids, my kids, you know, were having a tantrum, right? Whatever it is, but like you start over explaining and apologizing profusely. And that is a way like you're, you're working to like you're people pleasing right there. So quit that, quit over apologizing. Number two, stop trying to get others to agree with you. This can happen in conversation, right? 
don't like you, you're you're talking about something and you're like don't we honey you know like would you agree it's hot today don't you think right these are some examples of when you're trying to get everybody's approval or trying to get everybody to agree with you the third one is give up give up words when you start saying words that belittle or um diminish like your statements such as may I make a small suggestion this is one that I hear a lot of moms say I'm just a mom I my like it's basically saying my opinion doesn't matter because I'm just a mom come on now we know that being a mom is one of the, it's one of the most important jobs in the world and you may have other roles as well you may have other jobs as well but if you find yourself saying, I'm just a mom, I want you to rethink that and reframe it in a way that's not belittling your, yourself. Number four is don't advertise your mistakes. Because when you do, when you, when you start calling attention to things that people don't even notice, people aren't even gonna notice. It's saying, you know, I'm flawed. Please excuse me for being. So you want to stop advertising your mistakes. You own your mistakes, but you don't need to let people know, oh, I forgot that. Like, this is, this is something that, you know, you go back to the store. You go to a store because you forgot to pick up a loaf of bread. Let's just say a loaf of bread. You went to the store. So you start, like, getting into this whole story, start telling your whole story to the clerk, to the person taking your order or the person who's checking you out or whatever and you start sharing this whole thing like how you forgot the bread so you had to come back and all this stuff like they don't care first of all and second of all it's just you saying like it's not treating yourself with that self-compassion it's it's people pleasing thinking that you owe them an explanation about why you made this mistake it's okay it's absolutely okay you're human and number five Learn to trust your own judgment. So this means stop doubting yourself. Stop regretting your decisions or doubting your decisions and stop, stop doubting like any courses of action that you may have taken, right? I did a podcast episode um, or a Facebook Live a while back on forgiving yourself. I think it was two times ago. I'm thinking it was two weeks ago. Um, and it was all about self-forgiveness and the stages of self-forgiveness. But this falls right there. Like, instead of doubting yourself or regretting or being so harsh on yourself for things that you've done or decisions you've made, do the opposite, right? Like, trust, learn to trust your own judgment. And this is something I talk about a lot in my Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program with learning how to practice self-compassion and learning how to forgive yourself and learning how to talk to yourself with kindness and rewriting and, and shutting up that negative self-talk so that you aren't doubting yourself. So you're not so self-critical and judgy of yourself. So learning how to trust your judgment, your own judgment and, and coming at coming to peace with that is a huge step in stepping into your best version, your best version or your best self. 
So if you're interested in finding out more about that Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program, definitely book a call with me. It's a 30-minute call, and I'm going to share with you more about the program and how I can help you challenge that negative self-talk. So that's it. That's all I've got for the people-pleasing. And if you have any questions, let me know. Um, if you struggle with people pleasing and you're watching this in replay, let me know, right? Because we don't want to, we, I love the community aspect of Moms Without Capes because it um, helps us feel not so alone, right? So many times, so often we end up isolating ourselves and feeling like we're the only ones that are struggling with this. But I know that so many moms struggle with people pleasing. And so by you being brave enough to come out and talk about this, then it's gonna open up that conversation and allow other moms to come forward. And then that, when everyone comes forward, that's where the healing begins. That's where we can start moving towards our best selves. Hey mom, short on time, but feeling like you're at the end of your rope or that your bucket is nearing empty? Grab this list of 15 self-care practices that you can do in under 15 minutes. These ideas will get you quickly back on track and are great for moms who are limited on time. I think that's most of us. So check out the show notes or go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash self-care-ideas to download your list today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.